Hello, thank you for joining me once again on The Long Road. Um, although I can't really call it The Long Road tonight, I'm not even going to be leaving Milton Keynes. Um, instead, I'm going to the MK Dons Stadium, to the Red Dot Bar there, where I'll be doing the Christmas gig for The Comedy Cow. Um, now, The Comedy Cow is a, a uh, night that is very, very special to me. It's run by a very good friend of mine, Ben Robinson, who I know through my day job. We're both teachers at the same school. Um, but since I got involved in stand-up comedy three years ago, Ben and the Comedy Cow as a whole have been really, really supportive of my journey. Um, through them, I've made a lot of contacts. I've also got lots and lots of stage time. Um, and Ben's been with me all of the way through, just helping me out, giving me bits of advice, supporting me on the long road to Edinburgh for the documentary that I made. Um, so really, I'm delighted to have been asked to go along tonight because it's a really special night for them. It's actually the final night that we're going to be at the Red Dot Bar after six years at the MK Don Stadium. Uh, in the new year, the Comedy Cow is going to be moving to a new home. Um, so it's a special night tonight and it feels a little bit like the end of an era. Uh, and I hope that I'm going to do it justice. Alongside that, obviously, we're now on the 20th of December, um, so I'm a little bit anxious about Christmas crowds being in. Uh, notoriously, at this point in the year, comedians have just about had enough of drunken idiots at comedy shows who cannot keep quiet and just sort of insist on derailing the show. Largely, it comes down to often it comes down to office parties um, where you've got big groups of people. They've all been out drinking heavily. Possibly some of them didn't want to come and see the comedy because they know each other very well. They're sort of more intent on making each other laugh than worrying about what's going on on stage. And it can often be an absolute nightmare. Uh, I've seen many Christmas shows where there's you know, pockets of people who just cause problems right the way throughout the show. So I'm hoping that that's not going to be the case tonight. I'm hoping that whatever they do manage to throw at us, um, we will be able to cope with. And I'm hoping that we just have a really good show for the final night at the Red Dot because I want it to be something a little bit special. It does worry me because I, I usually help to run these nights. It worries me how I'm going to be in the build-up um, to doing my set. You know, usually when you go, you, you have a bit of time to sit back and relax and kind of take in the surroundings and see what's going on and be able to watch the early part of the show. If I'm on in the middle, then I'll watch the opener and the MC and try and learn a little bit about who's in the crowd and what they're doing. Um, and I will do that tonight, but I'm also going to have one eye, I think, on the audience and who's going where and where people are sitting and what's happening and making sure that the night runs smoothly. So I'm a little bit worried about juggling all those things. I hope it will all all be all right. And also, on top of all of that, I've had to change my set around. I said in my last video that I did, um, which was just before the general election last week, I was talking about how my opening gag um, was about the general election. And obviously, uh, either way, the results were tremendous. But either way, um, I said that I was going to have to change that. I suppose the one good thing about the election going the way that it went um, was that at least we've got another five years worth of material that I'm sure I'm sure Boris Johnson is going to provide for us Um but yeah, I wasn't overly delighted with that. Um, and also now, as I say, have to shift up 
what I'm going to do with my materials. So I've, I've adapted another joke that I used to do and made it a bit more Christmassy. So we'll see how that goes and see if that wins them over. Um, but I better get off because we need to make sure that everything's set up. And uh, I will try and find a few minutes um, after I've been on stage to let you know how it goes. Well, I'm pleased to tell you that actually that went very, very well. Um, I was happy with that. There was, as predicted, there was a table of very drunk idiots um, who would not shut up throughout the entire show. Uh, we did our best, though. I think we won them over mostly. It was just sort of annoying as an act to, to have a little bit of chat going on um, fairly consistently throughout what you're doing. Uh, the MC was John Pearson and he was very good actually at laying down the kind of law with them at the start. He was very direct, very clear about what the expectations were. But even then, even with him having been quite so abrupt with them they were still sort of like he was going so is that all right you're going to be quiet now and they were like well i'll make you no promises mate i'll do my best but you know i just can't help myself and it was all of that, that kind of attitude really um so i was a little bit worried going on but generally it was all right they were still a little bit chatty but generally i think think i won them over um as I say, John was brilliant because because John was on. I did a little bit tonight that I haven't done for quite a while, um, which was from the end of my very first show that I took up to Edinburgh, where I talked about what my year in comedy had been like and, and learning how to be a comedian and all the horrible things and the bad things that you have to put up with. And I kind of go off on this rant about it. Uh, and one of the things in that rant was that I talked about a night that had happened where I was due to go on stage and the MC had forgotten my name and introduced me as a completely different name. Uh, and because I heard a completely different name I thought oh it must not be me then and waited for somebody else to go on and then the MC got very annoyed at me for not going on stage um, and that MC was John Pearson who was on tonight um, so I've put that bit in the rant did the rant tonight and um, yeah encouraged the audience to boo him when he came back on at the end of my set and they duly obliged so um, that was quite nice he was he took it all in good spirit as he always does but um, <laughs> I think I enjoy that bit a lot more more than he does because um, I like to constantly remind him of it um, but yeah so uh, talking of the documentary um, and all the help that the comedy cow have given it is coming to an end on Amazon Prime um, I'm gonna take it off there now and make it so that it's not free on Amazon anymore um, basically the reasons I've been asked about this a little bit so I thought I'd explain the reasons Amazon Prime have changed their kind of terms and conditions which means that they already were paying a pittance to content makers for the films that they put on there uh, they're now going to make that even less I think in the majority of cases there's a sliding scale but to be honest the chances of something like the film that I've made uh, getting anywhere near the top of that scale are are pretty pretty tiny um, so um, so yeah, they're, they're basically making it a worse deal for all filmmakers. And I saw a lot of things on social media talking about this from filmmakers and talking about how they've kind of been screwed over and it's just going to make things really difficult for them in the future to make any money off the films they make. Now I've made no bones about this. I don't intend to be making any more films. I'm firmly interested in pursuing stand-up comedy now and not making more and more documentaries. Um, however, I do want the film to be seen as much as possible. I just 
felt like I didn't need to be part of that problem for filmmakers. They were basically talking about how the only reason Amazon get away with it is because there's so many people who are desperate for their film to be seen. Um, so they will put it on there and basically accept whatever to, whatever the terms are. And it's making it that life for people who are filmmakers for a living, it's making life very difficult for them. You know, the smaller guys, obviously not the big studios and stuff like that. Um, so... I decided that I'm not going to be part of that and I've taken it off or will be at the end of this month when it all changes over. Um, we'll be taking it off Amazon Prime. So if you want to watch it, do go and check it out now before it goes. Um, having said that, the exciting news is that we are moving it to YouTube. Um, so anyone will be able to watch the film for free. Uh, Amazon Prime has only been up until now in the UK and the United States. So hopefully who knows this uh, this podcast goes out to all sorts of different countries i've had people in finland in mexico in uh, i can't even remember all of the different denmark um so pay, people all over the place listening to the podcast and it now means that you will be able to watch the film too um so please do uh, it's going to premiere from the 28th of december on youtube um go and check it out have a look at the channel uh, the long road to and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get plenty of views on that as well um but i'm going to have a little bit of time off now i'm not going to be gigging over the christmas period i'm not going to be back uh, until the new year so wherever you are please do have a lovely christmas um i hope you get to spend some time with loved ones i hope you get some time to chill out and watch some christmas movies um and uh yeah make sure you make the most of it and i will see you back on the long road in the new year thank you very much <laughs>